Listen to the best wrestling podcast in the world. Journey into Wrestling every other Wednesday on the Journey into Comics Network. The following, the following. Is a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is. I don't even remember the episode number. I think it's episode twelve of. Four three six. I don't have to double check that. I'll maybe fix myself because I didn't check after the whole thing <laughs> happened with uh, that fool's week. So obviously last week uh, it wasn't me doing four three six. It was someone else. So it kind of interrupted my little uh, pet series. But we're back, and this, like I told you guys on Facebook, is going to be on fish keeping and the aquarium hobby, and I'm. Pleased to have uh, a good friend that I actually found out was also into this, which is Tyler. How you doing, Tyler? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. It's a it's a Sunday night. It's uh been a long weekend, but kind of ready to get back in the whole fun work week situation. But you actually had to work a little this weekend, so yep. I this is this is my one day weekend, so I had to make the most of it. Right. But yeah, so. I guess kind of first things, because I didn't realize, as I was getting into this thing, I didn't realize you were a part of it until, like, I started seeing you like random fish-related things on Facebook. Yeah. It was like, Tyler likes Aquion. I was like, well, that's, okay, that's random. It, it was yeah, like, yeah, it, all this other random stuff. So, like, it, it's fun. It wasn't until I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, it, it's, interrupting. No, it's all right. It's funny how we, we kind of stumbled onto it, because I didn't know that you were into it until I had seen you post something in a group that I wasn't even a member of yet but because you and I are Facebook friends I got to see like you know outside looking in into that closed uh, uh, fish keeping group and I was like I started scrolling through it and you know you messaged me that later that day and you're like hey do you keep fish <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I, ha- I have I have some aquarium stuff so I was like, how does this it just never came up because it's not a it doesn't come up in conversation ever like no one's like oh what are your friends what are your hobbies do you like keep fish like no no one asks you that it's just odd and i haven't been in it that long like i got into it through liz and then it just opened a door like in september of last year because liz like moved in and like brought her beta fish and i was like and then the beta fish died and i was like well we need to get something else to replace it and then it was just a domino effect but oh, yeah. I don't know, what was it for you so I had I had, I kind of ran the whole the whole gauntlet when I was a kid. I mean, I had obviously dogs and cats and I had livestock and then you know, like every little boy, I wanted lizards and turtles and and then it and then it was the well, I won I won some goldfish at the fair. You know, let's let's try and keep this goldfish and then I got out of the aquarium hobby for Man, I want to say almost 10 years, and then I was at work um, at my previous employer's one night. It was like 1.30 in the morning, and one of the guys that I was working with was talking about um, a bunch of African cichlids that he had that he had that just spawned. 
And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I didn't really know anything about African cichlids, but I was like, you know, I like fish. I, I mean, I love I love anything that has to do with water recreation or, um, you know, water ecosystems. I just love the ocean and rivers and lakes. So I was instantly interested in the conversation. And he's like, yeah, I've got, I've got a man cave with a smaller tank in it that I'm looking to get rid of. And originally, I was going to buy that tank, sell the fish, and and do like a micro reef setup. And once I got it, I was like, I love the fish that are in this tank. Why why would I get rid of something that's that's making me happy? Happy, you know. So, I right. bought I bought a, a pretty much complete setup from him, uh, other than the stand. Um, I bought a thirty six gallon bow front with. A whole school of tiger barbs and a mature uh, red-tailed black shark that was like five and a half inches. I mean, okay. he he was pretty good size. And then, you know, I I played around with that tank for um, pretty much three years. Never had any issues with it. The only thing that I didn't do with it that I was really unhappy is I didn't plan it. I right. just I just I just hardscaped it the way that I wanted it. And then I never, I was too afraid at that time to, I think, to, to dive into the live plants. And I knew from having that tank and, you know, it was upstairs in my daughter's bedroom. I really wanted to upgrade my tank size and bring it downstairs. So here in the last couple months, I upgraded to a 60 tall and I wish, I wish when I bought the tank that it was labeled as a 60 tall. Cause it's, it's a lot taller than I want it to be. How tall is it? Like two feet? Uh, give me just one second. I'll tell you exactly how tall it is. Yeah. So while Tyler's doing that, so yeah, his, um, cause kind of speaking how it would actually happen was that as Tyler was getting into the whole, um, that Facebook group and everything that I had joined because of a, of podcast that i had found when i was just searching for something about fish just to learn a little bit more we found this uh i found this guy who had a fish store and then had like a youtube channel but then he also had a podcast so i kind of went into it very backwards i was like podcast oh he's a youtube channel and i was like oh he sells stuff online and then that was my how i read it and then that's one thing i was like i think you showed me a picture of your tank and i was like the only place i keep hearing where that thing exists is through this guy and i was like do you listen to that aquarium co-op thing he's like yeah and i was like what is happening <laughs> yeah so so that tank that i have is exactly 25 inches tall so okay. it's just slightly lar or slightly slightly wider than a 55 but it's like one and a half times the height right so that's that's where they got the extra 50 gallons so i scoped i went into PetSmart like three days after they you know, PetSmart and Petco always do the dollar per gallon sale. Right. So it was a couple days after that sale, excuse me, had uh, ended. And I was like, man, I really, because my daughter's tank upstairs, the 36, I had on top of a dresser. And I was like, man, if I'm going to get this bigger tank, I want to actually have a stand. And I, I, had, I had thought about building my own, you know, because... Part of, other than getting that extremely good deal um, from my coworker, uh, 
right away, much like you with with the aquarium co-op, I dove right into aquarium co-op, the the um, DIY aquarium DIY and Dustin yeah. and Dustin's fish tanks, and I have this tendency when I get involved into a hobby that then I just completely forget about anything else that's going on. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, do I build a stand? Do I just, you know, buy one of these ensemble kits? And I and I had looked at the tank that I have now, um, and it was like four hundred and fifty bucks for for everything. And I didn't I didn't want to spend five hundred bucks on a fish tank, you know? Right. It's just like it's yeah, I it, get that completely. It's it's obnoxious what some of these tanks cost. I mean, and 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 this is just a regular glass tank. It's not even anything acrylic. Right. Um. So, but I just happened to to kind of put that on the back burner for like six months, and I went back into that same PetSmart to get like some dog food or something, and they had the entire set on sale for like a hundred and fifty nine bucks. I'm like, oh, I can't. I I get that today. I, yeah, I I went home because I didn't have my truck. Uh, I had dro- I drove my wife's vehicle to PetSmart. I went home. Got my truck and went back and got it, so I couldn't resist. Just do tell your wife anything. You're just like, I'm gonna, I gotta get, I'll be right back. <laughs> well, I, I called one of my my good friends and I was like, hey, I need you to help me get this. And he's like, you bought you bought a giant fish tank, and I said, it's not giant, it's just big enough that I can't carry it by myself. Right. So I recruited some help and and I I set I set the stand and the tank up dry in this room. In, in my living room, and then it sat like that for almost a year, because I, I just wasn't ready to move move my setup from upstairs down, so. Right, because the 36 was the one you got from your, from the guy you worked with, That's that was his extra tank. Correct. Okay. Yeah, that's, and then it, you finally got it set up, and then. Yeah, so, so I kind of, like, power cycled it. Um, I, I filled it up with water when I, I I was pretty adamant that I was gonna do a planted tank this time around. Um, I had slowly but surely been procuring the equipment that I needed. So I had an, uh, um, I had a canister filter and a sponge filter set up on my tank upstairs and I knew that when I set this bigger tank up, I didn't want to mess around with a canister filter anymore. Right. I mean, it worked worked flawlessly, never had any issues with it, but every time I needed to work on it, I had to worry about flooding my house and sometimes, you know, trying to get that thing primed was, I mean, I might as well have tried to win the lottery because I had better odds at doing that. Mm-hmm. And... I stumbled on uh, this the Zis bubble biofilter that that Corey imports and sells, and I saw that and I was like, man, I gotta have it, because I had I, I had thought about making one out of a two liter bottle, like you know you see all the DIY videos on YouTube, and I was like, I right. got I gotta do it. So it just don't look great, and you're like, and it's like this, and you're like, that's that's what I need, and it's just well, you know, with, as as far as the the sponge filters go. Um, 
there's nothing about them that I don't like, and and everybody complains that that they're like an eyesore in a tank. They don't really right. bo- they don't really bother me because when I look at my tank, even though I'm not happy with how I have it planted and scaped, even after I redid it last weekend or the weekend before, I, when I look at the tank, I'm looking at the plants and the driftwood that I have, and the hardscape and the fish. I, the all. So I have three I have three filters set up in my tank right now. I've got the Zis. I have like a uh, it's one of the Hikari fine sponges. It's a small one, like a thirty gallon one, and okay. then I, and then I've got a big like eighty gallon um, sponge set up in the corner. I don't even notice them. Yeah, really. I have I have ones in all of mine, and they're just you put them, and they're just there, and you kind of overlook them, like. Someone could easily see it, but like you just like look past it when you look at it. At least how I do it. Right. So, um, yeah, I I mean I I know you and I have both been kind of tinkering with our setups over the last few weeks. Uh, I messed around with mine. Um, I went to order a bunch of plants from the co-op, and they were all out of stock, so I ordered them from somewhere else. And I was really, I was really happy with my purchase that I made, but I ordered, I think, way too many plants. So now my tank is pretty much nothing but plants, and it's not, you know, it's not overgrown, obviously, because they're all brand new plants. But um, there's the inevitable, like six months from now, you're like, oh, that's a, so I need. Their fish are just stuck in one spot now. Just- my my tank is going to approach jungle status very quickly. Um. But other than other than lighting and you know rearranging the the scape and what I really so I I was I remember what I was gonna say now I was adamant that when I when I got this tank and I was it was time to set it up that I was gonna go I was gonna grow plants but I was gonna do it in sand and I found this product give me just a second I'll actually pull it up so I don't butcher the name. Yeah, no problem. So the brand Caribsea mm-hmm. makes this um, mat called a rhizomat, which is basically like it's like plant fibers that they've woven together, and I, I think it might be out of production now. But I bought one um, w- while I was kind of gearing up for this tank. And it's like woven plant fibers together, or it's a big mat of woven plant fiber, and you're supposed to put it underneath the substrate, and then when you plant plants into whatever your substrate is, it gives um, plants that are heavy root feeders, so pretty much all of your stem plants, crips, it gives them a it gives them a better plate to root, or get gives them a better place to kind of root and hold on to, and. I only bought one, so it wasn't it wasn't um, wide enough to fit my entire tank. And I put that on the right side of my tank, blended white and black sand together, and like the first three days that I had it, it looked fantastic. And then once I put fish in. They demolished it, and it's 99% white sand on top now. And it's like obnoxious. It's like the color of chalk. So, oh, that, Yeah, that 
whitish grayish. Yeah, so it's not um, not super ideal. And here recently, when I rescaped, I thought, well, I'll get some um, fluval stratum for my plants that are struggling and for the new plants, and I'll basically just pot those plants in that substrate. So, you know, I dug a little cavity and then put the stratum in, planted it, and then capped that over with the sand that was already in the tank. And that worked out pretty well. My snails um, have done a pretty good job of disturbing that and making it so there's random assortments of, of stratum now on top of the sand. So the only thing I really need to do is is add more hardscape and and cap the sand that I have right now. And then, uh, and then I think this tank will be, I'll be happy with it and I won't have to tinker with it all the time. Right. Has this, uh, has the project getting this all set up made you want to get another one or are you pretty good with just, cause you still have the 36 upstairs, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's in my garage right now, cleaned out. So originally, like I said, when I got that tank, I was going to do a micro reef setup with like maybe a bonded player of clown, um, clownfish and you know some inverts and and lots of live rock and right now i've spent so much time getting this the way that i want it that i don't i don't want to bring another tank in here and then um neglect this one that i have set up right you want to keep all your focus on this one Mm -hmm. so you know, in a couple of years, when when <clears throat> when we sell this house and move, and I can have a little bit more ideal setup, um, right? Because this is in my this is in my living room right now on carpet. Um, you know, I, I I took the time to make sure that the tank was level, and you know that that um, the section of the floor that my tank is set up on can be load bearing. You know, because I've got six hundred pounds of of water, not including everything else that I've got. Right. Um, but I've got, you know, I've got an excess of power cables and everything snaked behind the, the, the aquarium stand. And it's not, it's not 100% my ideal setup. So when we, when we get to HQ number two, then, then I'll have, then I'll, do like a small fish room i think right just something to and that way you, something you could set up wire so you don't have anything to all the cords can either go up and get just mm-hmm. out of the way and you can lay it out how you want and it give you a chance to rescape because you don't have to break that down anyway when you move it right yeah since since i'm an electrician I'm, I'm super picky when it comes to cable management so um i recently canceled my cable service and i've got like you know, coax cable and all kinds of stuff strung out from when I returned all their equipment the other day. And I can look at that right now and it's driving me nuts because I can see it, you know? So yeah, I, I get that. I, I, I don't want to do like, I mean, I, I, I follow quite a few hobbyists on YouTube because I don't, I don't necessarily like to just find one source of information and then say, this is this is my go-to guy, you know. Right. I I have my favorite people, obviously, but a wealth of information is always a good thing. And mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, I, I follow a lot of them that have like 55 or 60 tanks in a fish room, and it's like everything's on auto water change. And yeah, that's as much as I would like to have auto auto water changing have an auto water changing system. I don't necessarily need 60 fish tanks to to maintain. Right. I feel like when you have that many, you're not enjoying any of them fully. You're like, because like I have three, and I'm like, this is. This is plenty. This is, and it, it didn't even happen that way. Like I literally, um, Liz had a little baitable. Like it was literally like probably a half gallon or less. It was just a little, just a typical bowl size. Mm-hmm. Had the one bait in it. It did fine. Um, we chose just because it was going in the bedroom. We just upgraded it to like a two gallon. Big improvement over the little bowl. Right. Had a little tiny filter in it to circulate the water. It was good. Then the fish died. Like oh, we should get other fish, and then. Um, we got another beta, and then the other beta didn't do well. So we just got, like, I got a common pleco, which is rookie mistake number one. Got, like, a a platy and a molly, just colorful tropical fish. Mm-hmm. And then didn't didn't have any experience. I didn't know anything about it at the time. I was just, like, put water. I put this, uh, we had, like, leftover, like, beta water conditioner. Just, like, okay, condition the water, put it in there, good to go. And then, like... Water turned color, like, turned, like, yellow. The molly died. I was, like, started doing some, like, research, and, like, I was just changing water, like, I feel like twice. I felt like I was doing it, like, every day. I was changing, like, half the water, and took the pleco back, and I realized, like, common pleco gets to be, like, two feet long. I'm like, oh, that's that's not ideal for this size tank. And then, right. I was like, this isn't going to work. So I have an unfinished basement that was just, like, storage and stuff. So I was, like, I started, like... Using, like, offer up and, like, Craigslist and stuff. And I was like, oh, someone's getting rid of their 10-gallon tank for, like, they had, like, the hood, the light, a filter, all this stuff. Like, 30 bucks. And I was like, all right. So I went and got that. And then I had it set up. And I was, like, started doing my research about cycling. So I was just, like, got, like, four neon Tetris threw them in there and just started running it. Just get it set up. And then eventually it was like, oh, okay, so let's bring it upstairs. And did that. And then had it up there and had it running fine. And then got through the wedding and stuff and then I don't know what was up with the tank but it, like something gave way I don't know if it was just not perfectly level but it just dumped 10 gallons of water onto my floor of the bedroom which mm. was like oh it was not good like I cause, like we went out to dinner and then came back and it was just like just a ring of water and I was like uh oh so went out to get a shop vac had to get a uh, one of those carpet air dryers to put under the carpeting I soaked up as much as I could I, all the fish somehow survived Wow. Like, there was, there was little, like, from the amount that came out, it shifted the gravel enough, so there are all these little, like, divots in the gravel, so I, like, I fished them all out into a bucket. I had a, I had a five-gallon in the basement that I was going to set up as, like, a QT tank eventually, so it was just, it was cycling, so I just threw, like, way too many fish in that, because, like, they just need to live right now, and then had to deal with all of this, and since I'm, I'm at one level, but I'm over, like, a crawl space, but I'm, like, so I just checked, like, I peeled back the carpeting. I was, like, got the sponge, or, like, the carpet pad, make sure that was all dried out. And, like, I was, like, I didn't suck up this much water. Like, where'd it go? And, like, I had to go into my crawl space. I'm, like, oh, it just went straight. Yep, it's just here. Okay. <laughs> Could be worse. I didn't, like, get stuck in the subfloor, just soak into the wood, so. Right. And then I was, like, yeah, the, so the fish tank has not been upstairs. So, like, I got a replacement 10-gallon, put all the stuff, the gravel, all that, set it up. Then I was, like, okay. And then I just, I kind of just, I have, like offer them stuff on my phone so I'll just randomly search for things and it was like random guy who was like was taking care of like his um 
like his buddy who died, like he had a massive like fish room. Mm-hmm. It was like the whole bottom level of his house. He had crazy amount of tanks, and he had he had them all cleaned out and put outside that he was just gonna get rid of. So like five bucks a tank for like the same price from like five gallons to like forty gallons. Wow, five bucks. They were all like pre-drilled, which I was like I didn't really want. But he didn't guarantee that they were gonna like. It could have a leak. I don't know. Five bucks, take it. Do whatever. So, obviously, so I got a thirty-gallon long. So I didn't like. I didn't really like the twenty-nine gallon just because it was so tall. Right. So the thirty long, so it's like three feet by like twelve inches, and then like eighteen inches high or something. So like, okay, that's a good size. So I got that. Had like one hole in the bottom, so I got with like a glass place to get a cut a cut square. Mm-hmm. And I just siliconed it really well. And nice. Tested it for... Cause I had to clean, it was a painted back, so I had to scrape all that paint off. So, got that all done and then got everyone transferred eventually. But since I did that, I've been, like, always keep an eye out for, like, offer up for, like, random stuff that people are giving away. Like, I got some fry from some guys, some plants, like, some, like, floating plants and just... It's been tough. Like, just to recently, I got... I wasn't playing. Like, I bought a 10-gallon at, like, Petco at the dollar gallon. I was like, okay, I'm going to have my... Because I had the new 10-gallon, and then I had my old one that I did after the one broke. And I was like, okay, I'll have guppies in here. I was like, oh, I'm going to get some pea puffers in this other one. So I had, like, my two 10-gallons and my 30. And then, before I even set the new 10 up, uh, someone was like, oh, my neighbor's getting rid of this. It's free. It's just on the curb. I picked it up. It was a 20 tall. But it had, like, an AquaClear 50 sponge filters, decor, all that. So I'm like... This is a really good setup for free. Right. So now I have a 20 tall setup on a... It's all in my base. I have a 20 tall, the 10 gallon, then my 30. I'm like, this is just getting out of hand. <laughs> it's just been this, like, Donovan. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. But, like, I spent... Um, but, like, I haven't spent a lot of money for it. It's just, like, all just... Stuff I'm accruing, but I have, like, all this stuff that I have extra. Like, I end up convincing Liz to drive to Chicago... To get this guy was just getting rid of a bunch of odds and ends, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't. Know, I saw like like three things I would want that would make it worth actually going out there. I had some like nice sponge filters, so I just drove there and I had like a bunch of odds and ends. So I was able to make like a uh, like a spray bar and all this bunch of random stuff with it. And now I finally have it all plumbed with air, but it's just. I I think I'm having too much fun actually setting it up, and I haven't really been enjoying it yet. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten like plants and stuff, and have it all planted. I have like two tanks. I kind of like how they set up, and then one, the ten that I'm gonna put the pea puffers in once things settle down and it's all ready to go. But I was like, I had this um, like orange gravel that Liz had from the beta tank, and I was like, I just need it to give me some more depth for plants. Mm-hmm. So I put it down, then put the other gravel on top, and then I started planting them, and then all this orange gravel just started coming up, and I was like, I always have like. Oh, like, regular gray, or, like, regular gravel color, and then just, like, orange smatterings. I can't bury them back down, so. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, I just want to, like, take it all out, but I already have it all planted, so I'm just, like, I'm just going to leave it. Maybe get some black gravel and throw it over the top and just hope for the best. Yeah, that's that's part of the problem with my setup, because, so I, I brought that rhizomat up because I went to, um, so I have, on that side of the tank now... I have three Crips Paralysis. I've got some um, 
another crypt that I can't remember the name. I've got some water sprite. I've got a bunch of stuff. Uh, I've got some. What I when I bought it, it was labeled as dwarf sage, but it's not. Mm. Um. So I, I've got quite a bit of plants planted on the side of the tank that I use that rhizomat, and. When I got my shipment of plants in, I tried to pull those plants up, and I couldn't get them out. They rooted too deep into the yep. mat, and they're like, that, they're just here now. They are 100% a part of that mat now. So I, I I, was really considering just ripping them out and then replanting them. But, like, it's it's easy to see. So I've got um, some Mapani, some African driftwood in the center of the tank. And I've and I've got Java fern planted into two little crevices for uh, that are in that driftwood, and then to the right of that is is everything that's planted into that rhizomat. And I didn't want to completely nuke that side of the tank and then replant it and then not retake and then waste, right. you know, waste like forty dollars in plants. Um, mm-hmm. But I I mean, looking at my tank. So the majority of the plants that I ordered here recently were all crypts. So my tank is entirely crypt melt right now. Yeah. Which which you know you know because you've got some crypts too. It looks awful. Yeah. Um. And then I've got that. I've got two stems of water sprite. So total, I've got four stems of water sprite in this tank. Two of them are double the size of the other two. Just and were they the same size when you planted them? Yep, they were all the same plot. They were all the same size. They all came out of the same bundle. Um, I planted two on the left and two on the right, and the two that are planted into that rhizomat are twice as tall as the other ones on the other side. I've got some Ludwigia um, that I've tried to plant multiple places around the tank. It's struggling. Uh, I bought a rubber nose pleco here recently, um, about three and a half inches. So it, it, it's it's pretty good size. It every time I plant, I have one stem of Ludwigia that I keep trying to plant different places in the tank, and every time I plant it, he uproots it. <laughs> so um, I've got I had a piece of water, or I had one stem of water sprite that was that way too. So I just left it floating. Um, you know, because it's a plant that you can float to. Right. So, I don't know. My yeah, pl- Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, plants are... I didn't even, I wasn't even planning on getting into the plants. It was the... At the same time, I was just taking advantage of a deal. There was... um, The pet code that was like right by my work was going out of business. So, like, they were obviously... They sold off all their fish. They were just demoing and selling tanks. And there was just one tank that was, like, left that just had... Some moss balls, like one floating plant, and just a bunch of driftwood. And I was, I was like, because like the driftwood they were selling in there was like twelve bucks normally. And mm-hmm. he's like, it was just like it was like full of just driftwood. And so he's like, I'll give you just everything in this thing, the moss, all that, like it's like twenty bucks. And I was like, all right, fine. So I had that. And it was just like an anubius plant. So I planted it, got one of them from like another pet store, and put it on driftwood, and then kept it in my little five gallon tank that I had. And then they took off under just. Like an LED light I had. Mm-hmm. And then like, okay, so then I just started, I started watching those videos. I was like, okay, so I got 
stem i had the hornwort that i got which is a floating plant that just took off in the water and just started crowding everything out but and i tried the stem plants in my little 20 tall that's my guppy tank i have i don't have anything planted in the center there's uh i showed you the picture that has the wood little bridge and mm-hmm. kind of like that gravel black gravel river i have in four it the plants are in four corners of it and i'm already gonna i don't know how i'm gonna feel about it because the I have Val in one corner that's already put two baby shoots off that are rooting, so that thing's just going to start just taking over one side. But I have Val in one corner. Someone just driving a motorcycle. Um, in the other corner, I have Jungle Val. Uh, then I have uh, Pogo Stem and Slash Octopus in the other corner. And then uh, Val... The one that's... Uh, whatever the one that twists. I can't remember what it's called. Mm. It's a type of vowel, but it like it is spirals. It, is it crenum? Maybe. I can't remember, but it, it. So it'll be interesting, but it's just all tall plants. I'm just taking advantage of that height I have. Mm-hmm. Just plant some taller, easy to grow plants, and hopefully they just. Cause I kind of like that look. If they're all gonna just take over the center where the light is, and then I just have kind of like this different like shadows and stuff going on so i think that'll be kind of cool right and that that's why i went with so originally i had some water sprite in this tank too and unfortunately the fish store that i bought it from sold it to me when it was already pretty much half dead oh okay so i thought that i could get it home you know obviously hit it with a bunch of fertilizer and 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 you know give it a bunch of root tabs so between i've i've put like 60 root tabs in this tank so every every plant has at least one root tab basically directly underneath it if not two or three around it right. um you know because it, as much as i like the look of sand there is definitely a disadvantage trying to grow plants in sand you know it compacts roots don't move well through it it's just it's not heavy enough, so plants float out of it. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, I thought, you know, as, as tall as this tank is, I could plant all this stuff. And and I love the look of Val, of, of Valisneria, but I didn't want the same thing that everybody else has. So that's why I bought the Cryptspiralis. And, you know, Corey hypes pretty much anything that's Crypt. Corey hypes right. it up, so I took his word of advice, and really the only thing that I need to upgrade on my tank is I definitely need to upgrade the lighting. This, go ahead. Does have a, is it the stock light that's on it? Yeah, so it, it it's got a glass top, which is is part of the reason that I bought this tank is I di- I didn't have to go have a glass top made or I didn't have to buy an aftermarket one. This one is made to fit this tank. And it's got these really nice plastic, they're clear plastic strips that have a channel cut into them and then they actually snap onto the back of the the glass top. So right now I just have like all my air hoses and anything that goes in like my heater cord, that plastic just rests on top of it. So it doesn't compress it, but it's enough that it's still holding in heat it lets light in and out of it, and like my snails can't escape. Right. But if I wanted to, I could cut that plastic and then, you know, create channels throughout it. 
I, I had it in my head here recently before I got this bigger sponge filter that I was going to add a hang-on back to the tank just to get some more um, some more water circulation other than what's coming from inside the tank. And I bought a Marineland Penguin 200 okay. for like 15 bucks from PetSmart. And I got it home. I... You know, I hot rotted it. I put an intake sponge on it and, and filled it up with enough sponge that I couldn't fit anything else inside of it. And put the bio wheel on it, put it in the tank. It was way bigger than I thought it was going to be. And I started it, and it was one of the loudest contraptions that I've ever had inside this room. So I broke it down and took it back and, and just got another giant sponge filter. So There you go. But I want, yeah. I definitely want to, so I've got the, the, the LEDs that came with this tank, they actually snap into the rim of the tank, so my glass top is completely flush with the top of the tank, I don't have anything on top of it. That's and then, nice. And then I had like um, a two and a half foot light bar from, that I used to light my 36 gallon tank. So I've got that sitting on top of the the glass top right now. I really want to get like, you know, one of the Fluval like forty eight inch lights or like the Phoenix twenty four seven Planted Plus. Yeah, I, I think that light. I don't really want to spend one hundred and fifty bucks on a light right now, but oh yeah, that's my boat too. You know, that, that light having the functionality of not having to buy an additional timer, you know, you, you basically sync it to your time zone and then, excuse me, throughout every day, you know, it, it just cycles with wherever the sun's at. Right. So, Is that the one that has, like, the Bluetooth or functionality, too? Uh, I think their newest model might. I don't... I'm not quite sure. Oh, okay. But, it ha- you know, it has functions that are kind of... That are basically just for you. Stuff like you can make it thunderstorm and yeah, like okay, yeah. I mean, it every every review or every um, article that I've read or read that's been written about that light, it's like, well, this thunderstorm setting looks really cool, you know, to look at the tank. But every fish in the tank just about has an aneurysm. <laughs> You know when it when it does its lightning flash. So, I mean, if you want to stress your fill, your fish out and and potentially kill your uh, your investment that you have inside this glass box, then go ahead go ahead and use that function as much as you can. Like every night, just thunderstorm. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, other than other than that, pleco. Uh, really, the only other um addition that I have to the tank is I bought a gold ram. Oh. I tried so you and I had talked about it when I set this tank up. It was cycled, fully cycled, all the fish were healthy. Um I bought a rainbow shark because my previous shark died of old age. Um That red tail one you had? Yep, yep, the red, The red-tailed shark um you know, it was like 7 years old at that point, which is you know, well past its lifespan. Um, so I thought I'll get I'll get a small rainbow shark. I'll do it a little bit different. You know, that'll be that'll be the centerpiece fish in this tank. It'll kind of boss everything else around. But you know, 
if I ever get something like an angelfish, it won't be nipping fins and stuff like that. And I went through two of them. I bought them from the same store, from the same tank. They both had, um, I'm pretty sure they both had uh, swim bladder disease. I don't overfeed. The water parameters in my tank are all right where they're supposed to be. And on top of that, I have I have enough plants in there to, to definitely help with any issues that I have. And both of them, you know, only lasted a couple days. So luckily the, the fish store that I have here in Lafayette made it right and, and worked with me real well. So I got one of these. I got a gold ram. Um, I didn't want to mess with how fragile the, the German blue rams are. And I, and I didn't want to run a tank at like 86 degrees. Just I, right. did, I didn't want to make all the other fish uncomfortable just so I could have one really pretty fish thrive. So I'm running the tank a little bit hot. I mean, 7980 is is kind of where my tank sits at. So the ram that I bought is is happy and healthy. But a couple days ago I decided that some of some of the tetras and stuff that I had were looking a little thin. So I decided to use the uh quarantine trio minus the ick part that that Corey sells. So my tank's going through a antibiotic treatment and a and a course of dewormer right now and 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 everything's doing fantastic that's good yeah i've done that a few times that just after i had a couple just random deaths i was like i should probably because i quarantine was still kind of a new thing Mm -hmm. just put them in there every time you get new fish just yeah throw them throw them in yeah if if i had a nice place to put like a 10 or you know like a one of the oddball sizes in between 10 and 20 gallons. I would I would definitely set up a quarantine tank. Um, as, as everything that I have read about quarantining your fish that you bring into your home from the store or, you know, from a wholesaler or whatever, there's nothing about it that doesn't make sense. I mean, and, and people don't think about it, but if you buy a fish from a pet store... A week before, from a run-of-the-mill pet store, a week before that, that fish was in a tank with, you know, possibly a thousand other fish, which had a thousand other fish in it before that, and so on, and so, right. you know, especially when, when wild-caught fish are being brought in to um, keep bloodlines fresh and and stuff like that, you never know what's getting brought into the tank, so... If I could, I definitely would quarantine and 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 like I said, when I when I get my mini fish room set up for sure, I'll definitely have, um, you know, like a forty breeder or, or 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 something. You know, if if I found one of those on sale for sure, that would definitely be a a quarantine tank. Yeah, I definitely. I'm, like, I have that. I saw that five and a half gallon. That's like it's just dry now. That's just kind of ready for the next batch. But I have since I have the ten gallon just waiting. It's just going to be the quarantine. Mm-hmm. Might as well just put them in there, quarantine it. Right. So I had no issues. Like the worst thing it did to my tank was that it it tinted my airline hosing. Really. Like blue the ickx stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just because it was like it, everything went blue for a second, and then it went away. But yeah, it just stuck to the the hose and just made it like tinted. Could be worse. It didn't like affect it any other way. Right. Yeah. Knock on sure wood. Like you... Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sure if you used it like 
that medicine or other like the methylene blue regularly it could probably turn your silicone blue but i wasn't too worried about it yeah like all all the silicone in this tank that i have right now is black so i i don't think that i'll have to worry about that um but knock on wood this is one of the only times that i've been involved in this hobby that i haven't had to fight ick so i'm i'm really fortunate on that front but you know within 24 hours of of doing that first dose of general cure um the majority of the fish that i had in this tank were all full of worms so i'm i'm if i wasn't a believer before i definitely am now if you saw them being passed, and you're like, "Oh, that's." Mm-hmm. Well, I've got I've got that smaller sponge filter in the in the right. It's almost right in the center of the tank, kind of tucked behind the driftwood. So I saw I saw the ram pass some worms, and then I went and ate lunch, or I ate dinner Friday, and then I came back like an hour later into my living room, and I looked on top of that sponge filter, and it was covered in worms. So. I mean, my my snails took care of that, so I didn't have to clean that mess up. But um, really, I think honestly, the only fish that I have in here that wasn't completely packed full of worms was the the three quarries that I have. Right. So you probably um, and did you move um, what fish did you move from the thirty six? So I moved. So I moved, I moved the the red tail black shark. I moved um, kind of a hodgepodge of tetras and tiger barbs. And when I set this tank up, I was really unhappy with the tiger barbs because anything that I put in the tank, they just beat to death. And other than that, that shark obviously, because it was way bigger than them. But right. Everything that I had read and watched and people that I had asked said the more tiger barbs that you put in a school, the less aggressive they get. And no matter how many, I mean, at one point I had 15. With 15 tiger barbs, they were still extremely aggressive. And and I love the fish. I mean, they're they're a really pretty fish and and they've got some personality. But, you know, I put... um, not neons. I put some cardinal tetras in there, and then they, you know, they ran the cardinal tetras to death. So, what what incentive do I have to try and keep fish that I like better than than the fish that I got for free? You know what I mean? Right. So. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, my my big tank is just kind of just a hodgepodge of just random schooling fish, and then like that. That one platy that was just the first fish I got that was just it became my centerpiece just because it's just a big fat platy that just does its thing and then go like it gets out in the morning eats and goes hides in its cave it made itself I'm like all right whatever you want to do are you gonna so, add any more add any more platies to mm-hmm. it I do have other platies that are uh, I have some those ones that are like they're orange and they have like the black in the, on their fins I uh, like the the Mickey Mouse platies. No, uh, what are they? Um, I think the Red Wag, I think that's what yes. they're called. Yes, yep, yep. And I actually had, um, actually, I totally forgot about this. I actually have a tank at work, at my desk at work, just because I'm that person. I, it was like a like a three and a half gallon that I got, um, just because I, I got some fry. Just It just happened to it because the, the pet store that I have was just 
you want fry? I was like, sure. So I just tiny fish. I threw them in my, uh, I had them in that two gallon tank I had. And then when they got bigger, I took them to this three and a half gallon I have at work. And it's just, it's something fun to look at. They're very, just because they know when I come over because I'm not there at night, they don't mm-hmm. see as much foot traffic. So if when I get there, I turn the light on, they're just ready for food. Just a lot personal. And actually, I like that tank just because it's, it's the tank you see all day and you're just there, captive audience in front of it. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's got like, uh, it's got a, uh, what is it? A Molly and two plies in there. And I like those, but I'm actually, they're getting too big for that tank. So I'm actually going to bring them back. So that'll be interesting. Cause I originally had two Dalmatian Mollies in there, but the ones started being kind of aggressive around feeding time. So I took him out and put him in the big tank. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to bring them all back, but now there's so much stuff going on in there. I don't think they're going to mind, but I think I'm about just done adding new fish. I think I've hit my capacity. Yeah. The Is only... that how you have for yours, or do you think you're going to add more? Well, I, I know for a fact that with with the amount of filtration I have and the amount of plants, I know that I've got... Right now I've got 10 head and tail light tetras that I kind of use... I, I bought... I bought that fish specifically because I like the way that they look, but I knew that they were hardy enough to throw them in at the end of my cycle um, to kind of wrap everything up with with an with an actual fish load. Because I'm not a big fan of doing like entire fish in cycles. Right. I like I like I like to get it started chemically, let it go for a little bit, and then let the fish and the plants do it the rest of the way. Um, so I've got 10 of those, and I, I like those pretty well. I'm happy with that school. I would like to add another, like, small school of, like, Harlequin Rasboras or another Tetra of a different color, maybe some Cardinals or some Neons. I really like the black Neon Tetras, and, th- and they get um, pretty good size for, for, for little Tetras, too. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy with, with the top side of my tank right now i've got three uh palladius quarries the the peppered quarry catfish i really okay. really like those they're they're constantly you know earlier i was just kind of sitting here watching the tank while i finished get set up and all three of them were side by side pretty much halfway or half of their body was buried into the sand and you know i don't ever have any issues with them so big fan of those i added the pleco because i really like them and i'm not even though i've got plants i'm not an anti-algae guy so i feed i feed the pleco but i also want the pleco and snails to kind of maintain the algae not necessarily take care of it all i've got right so on the on the back side of my tank right now and on the side of that um that Zis filter, I've got a little bit of brown spot algae that I don't really mind. I've thought about adding a um, autosynclus. No, I, I've I've thought about blacking out the back of the tank with you know a trash oh. bag or or a construction a background. That's what I was trying to say because when yeah. I when I set this tank up. Um, with the driftwood and everything that I was going to do, it was originally going to be a brown water setup where it was nothing but tannins all the time. And that's 
that's kind of petered off right now, and 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 I kind of like the halfway in between look that I have right now. But I also am not a big fan of the shadows that the wall being right behind the tank are throwing into right. the in inside the tank because the 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 color of the wall that's behind the tank would have been the same color as a tank full of tannins. I mean, it's it's kind of an off-brown color, so it wouldn't have been that big of a deal, but especially if I put a much stronger light on top of the tank, that's going to amplify that even more. So mm-hmm. I, th- I think I'm going to put a black background on that tank, and then I want to add some more quarries. I, d- I don't know if I'm going to go like nine of them or anything, but I might add, you know, two or three more. So that's of a little... Peppered. Mm-hmm. My, my local fish store pretty much always has a deal on those where they're they're like four dollars for one or three three for nine oh, that's so not bad at all. no and and they're all good size and they're always healthy so um, I'm not really worried about adding any more of those to if I or add, adding any more of those to the tank if I want to the only other like fish of note that I kind of want to add is I kind of want to add some apistos. Mm. because the ram the ram that I have is really cool I love watching him or her school around it's a lot so when I went when I bought this fish I I immediately picked out the one in the tank that I didn't want and then when he netted the fish it ended up being the one that I didn't want and I wasn't going to make him put it back in the tank and then cherry pick me the fish that I wanted so right. I'm 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 incredibly happy with that fish now. So so I'm glad I got the one that I did. But I would like another small cichlid like that. So then there's interaction between between the two. Right. It gives them a, something to play off that's their same species. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really want to do any more rams because their lifespan's only like two years and right. I don't I don't look forward to losing fish and a fish that's fragile like this already anyway and with a with a short lifespan having the one is is enough for me but trying to find an apisto where 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 you know where I live is is tough. My local fish store doesn't carry them. I haven't asked if they can order me any, but I also don't want to be that guy that's like, "Hey, can you order me one of these fish?" You yeah. know? Um, it's like I need twenty of them, but it's like I just need one, right? And I don't want to pay more than ten bucks. Like and, what? Like I and I and I don't want to inconvenience. I, I really I know the people that own the store, and and they have good staff, and and they've treated me really well, um, especially when I was a new fish keeper, and and they they've saved me as much money as I've as I've spent in the store. So I don't want to go out of my way to inconvenience them. So while we were in Indianapolis today. Um, I told my wife, I was like, I looked up the number one aquarium store in Indiana and it, or in Indianapolis, and I found what everyone said was the number one store, so we went there. It was the Reef Store uh, right at 56th and Keystone, so, so kind of in between Indian Fishers, okay. and uh, super impressed with their saltwater setup, not so impressed with their freshwater setup. And, you know, like, like any, um, store employee, somebody walked up to me and asked me if they, 
if I needed any help with anything, and I said, do you have any epistogrammas? And they said, well, I don't think so, but we'll, we'll, you know, I'll look. And they had three, and they were all females, and they, they weren't doing so hot. And I was like, as much as I want this fish, I don't want to buy something that I don't want. Right. So I don't know <clears throat> necessarily what I'm going to do about that yet. But every time, every time I watch something from Aquarium Co-op, you know, he's a big Episto guy, so he's got the the major species or the major or the 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 most popular variations of that fish, and they always look fantastic in his tanks. And I'm like, man, I really want one. It's like I want it the right way. You don't want to just get it like I got it. Yeah, I don't like what it looks like, but it, I have it. It's mine now. It's here. I like, don't want to. I don't want to have it just just to say that I have it. So, um, other than that, really. Uh, I'm a big fan of snails, so I'll probably add a couple Nerite snails. I have mystery snails in the tank right now, and they're not messing with my plants, and they're not laying eggs, so I don't have to worry about that. Um, but my wife my wife kind of wants me to add shrimp, so I don't know. I've got, I've got too many wants and, and not enough time or money, so... Right. We'll, we'll like, see what happens. Throw everything you want into the tank and just be like, and apparently those five things don't work well together. Right. Yeah, I've done that in the past. Because wasn't it your, uh, yeah, because wasn't it your, uh, one of your Mr. Snails that, that was chomping on your shark? Yeah. After it died? Yeah. I came home and, and my, I have a big, uh, black on black mystery snail that's probably. I mean, it's bigger than than a fifty cent piece. He's 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 a chunky boy, and he had the majority of that rainbow shark inside of him when I got home. So you're like, ah, oh, that's. And you it, knew was, it wasn't just an attack. It wasn't just like it just jumped at him. But like, no, nope. but you know, <laughs> that'd be intense to watch. Just like crap is happening <laughs> my wife is not the the biggest fan of my fish keeping hobby at least she wasn't in the beginning and since i've got this tank set up you know most of the way how i want it you know her and i have spent a lot of time in here just watching it and and what she's enjoyed more than anything is watching what the snails do you know how fast these snails move around the tank and how fast they can change elevation you know they'll they'll be out of the water doing whatever, and then all of a sudden, just detach from the side of the tank, float to the bottom, and just never stop moving. So I'm I'm a big fan of invertebrates. I don't I don't really want to try and do like crayfish or anything big like that, and then have to worry about those yeah. chomping on my fish. Um, but I'll definitely add some more snails and maybe some shrimp. Yeah, I have the. Uh... I have a similar situation to that what you had in Indiana at um the closest like fish store by me, which is like it's super close, but like it's a specialty like uh saltwater. So they like a ton of saltwater stuff, and there's like one small wall of just freshwater fish that's mostly cyclids. And I'm mm-hmm. like it's great. I'm just but I'm not I'm not keeping cichlids right now and I'm not a salt but it's like like neither the story is all about saltwater and it's like, well, we got just a few of these fish and it's like they never have exactly what I'm looking for, so I was like, I'll go and I'll browse and like, and all right, see you guys later. Yeah, and I, and I, I don't, I don't like to be, um, you know, the tire kicker guy. I'll always buy like a little bit of food or, or something, you know what, 
since I've since I am a moderate to experienced fish keeper, the thing that I've struggled more with anything is like bloat in fish. So I'll feed mm-hmm. like like super high protein food, and then the fish can't process it, and then it's like, well, you. you I struggle finding food that is varied enough and low enough protein that I can, you know, because here recently, especially uh, the aquarium co-op has been hyping up the uh, Hikari Viber Bites. So I bought a big bag of them and I, I like them. All my fish eat them, but they're super, super high protein. So you feed that twice in a row and, and all your fish are constipated, you know, so. Right. I got a small bag when I saw it. I was, yeah, I, I get you that those videos are like, oh, that's a that's a good point. And then it's, well, I, I really end up getting like plants and I really want to get some of those um, O-nip tabs. But the only oh, pro- I have some of those. I actually got them at. Oh, go ahead. Where'd you get them at? Uh, at my local fish store. Had them. Okay. Surprisingly enough. Yeah, my my local store doesn't carry them, and I and I I saw some today at the store that I went to, and I wish I would have bought them, but they were they were pretty expensive, and I have. So what I was saying about being the tire kicker, if I walk into a fish store, um, you know, and I browse, and I'm, you know, when I go into the fish store, I'm there for like forty five minutes to an hour because I, you know, I study each tank, and, and you know, I look at, at look at all the setups, and I always browse all their equipment, so I always buy like some food or, or you know, something little, right? And I, I didn't want to leave with something. You're not just gonna be like spend an hour there and like, all right, this was fun, Goodbye. right? Yeah, I. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, you're taking up employees' time and you're caught... I mean, even if you don't... Right. If you don't cause any mayhem at all, you're still costing the, the company money in some fashion. So, um, mm-hmm. I really wish I would have bought some, but I didn't want to pay, like, double the markup for them. So, when I'm ready, I'll just order right. some from, from the co-op. Yeah, I, I do like... I I still have... I've used it a couple of times. I, um, I don't get the same reaction that the that whenever they show the videos of them at the store doing it but i'll get them to go after but i don't get like that whole big mess of fish but i don't think i have my fish don't really behave like that mm-hmm. we get a couple that are just like we get them just like hand underneath and just as it's dissolving because it just sticks to the side as right. it's evolving they'll just go after it but they're just but usually like, the big fish will come over and just like just like just take a bite and sometimes they'll just dislodge it and they'll just float to the bottom and they all just attack the bottom i'm like <laughs> well that i just put a pellet then but okay. right you're fine. Mm. But yeah, I, yeah, I've had, I had, I had two fish. I had one beta and then uh, a sword tail that both had the bloat. So since then, I've just been like, every day I give them just a little something different. So it's always like either like, like I have like um, a bunch of those Akari like little kind of like almost like in like a plastic can mm-hmm. with like uh, I have like the sh- shrimp, the blood worms the tube effects worms and stuff and i'll just alternate that or flake or like a pellet and i'm just like trying to mix it so that every day they're getting a little something different so it's not i really don't want to have the bloat again because it's like you can't do anything for me like just like i threw peas like i cooked like i blanched peas and deshelled them and try to throw them in there and it's just like sometimes it works and it's just like other times it's just like just a death sentence right yeah, the so the ram that I have uh, got pretty bloated a couple days ago, and I was aggravated um, because I put some vibrobites in the tank, and a, 
a, a decent amount made it to the bottom, and normally my quarries just swim right up and take care of that. And there was a little patch of the tank where, where they hadn't made it to yet, and he just swam right over and just inhaled all of it. And I was like, well, that fish is going to die. You know, because uh, I, I, I've tried the pee trick, and I can't get it to work, and... You know, I, I don't want to mess around with the Epsom salts. I don't I don't want to put Epsom salts in my tank, and I don't really have yeah, I don't really have a good setup to give a fish an Epsom salt bath. Um, so that that's part of the reason I decided to worm the tank because fish fish shouldn't get bloated that fast, especially when they consume that small of amount of food. So I'm I'm a big right. fan I'm a big fan of Hikari foods. Uh, pretty much all of the food that I have underneath. My cabinet right now is all Hikari. I've got the yeah, I like their stuff. I've got the shrimp and algae wafers for my pleco and the quarries, and then I've mm-hmm. got I've got some micro pellets, micro wafers, and then the Viber bites. Those are all what I have right now. Oh, and I, I I've got some of the blood worms too. Yeah, I like those those micro wafers because actually they float a little bit, so I get a lot of those. My tetras go up and get them. Mm-hmm. So I got those, uh, so I have my school of my neons, which I've just, I've had them since the beginning, at least most of them. I had some die-offs early, but. They're really fragile I just keep fish. adding to the school now. It's, yeah. I think I have 14 now of them. And then I have a small school of silver tip, which I like just because they're just, look nothing like the neons. They're just like they're gold. They have the silver tip on their tail and other fins. And it just, it's a neat contrast. That's, that's part of the problem that I've had with my local fish store here because the silver tip tetra is one that i really really like you know that that yellow color with those wider silver tips there's not many fish that size that school together that that look that way and what my fish store calls silver tip tetras are just the like the wet red and white rosy fin you know the they're the tetra that are red at the top. They're like white at the bottom, or they're white at the like oh. si- silver at the top, red at the bottom, and then they've got the white tips on the bottom of their fins. They call those the silver tip tetras, and that's that's not what they are. And I brought that up to one of the guys that works there, and he's like, "No, that's what they are." And I was like, "Okay, you know, <laughs> I I should work here. I'm not getting anywhere here." Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, and I remember we actually had the discussion because. Um, about our water chain setups. I know that was one thing that oh yeah, I hated. yeah, yeah. So I said those two, say those two five gallon Home Depot buckets and like uh, just a regular gravel vac siphon, and especially with that thirty gallon, it was just becoming tedious because you have to change like a third of the water. You're like, I'm gonna fill two of these buckets, and I'm in the basement, so I have to either dump it into my sump pit or take it up and dump it in the sink, and I'm just like, I don't want to deal with that anymore but you we both kind of came up with the same kind of idea but what did you end up doing for yours so i bought a um the brand is tiger pump but i bought a 120 gallon per hour submersible um water pump and then i just got like five sixteenths um rubber plastic tubing and i just hose clamped that to the end of the tank and I just drop it in the tank and pump out as much water as I want. It it works, it works just as fast, if not faster, than than the the gravel vac that I have. Um, the only issue that I've recently figured out, because I've only had it for two weeks, um, 
if I try and pump from a bucket on the floor up into my tank, my tank is so tall, there's not enough head pressure, or there's too much head pressure pushing down on that pump, so it will not pump that height. So I have... Oh, so you have to put the bucket... I have, yeah, I have to elevate the bucket so it's almost even with the tank before it'll pump into the tank. So I don't know if I'm going to build like a cart setup where it elevates the bucket quite a bit because I want to do that anyway. Um, Right. Because when when I was filling this tank on setup and the first couple water changes that I did, you know, I'm carrying, so I would start filling a five-gallon bucket, fill it, switch or start filling another five gallon bucket come in here and dump it go go back grab the other one switch you know i've got a 60 gallon tank so that was a lot of trips back and forth from the garage and and especially now that i've got it set up i don't have a python and even if i did i wouldn't have one that's 80 feet long so i have to take water out of my sink in my kitchen to get it the right temperature because I don't want to dump a bunch of cold water in the tank. Um, so I don't know. I need to play around with my setup a little bit more, but I've been really happy with that pump as far as I'm not getting water all over my carpet. You know, I, I don't have to try and lift a bucket seven feet in the air to dump into the top of this tank, and I don't have to worry about it messing up any of my scape or my plants. So... You built you built the cart setup, right? I did. I um actually got I've got a pond pump that was like I think it was like one forty gallons. But it was uh but since the way it's designed, it sucks everything from the bottom and then shoots it out the top, I'm able to get that height up I need to mm-hmm. get it over there. So and then I got a like a dolly cart and then like a twenty seven gallon big plastic tote, like one of those black yellow lid totes so it can hold that water weight. Mm-hmm. And then I made the mistake because I have only have one water access point in my basement, and it's just ice cold water. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, it's fine. The water it'll equalize the heat, it'll catch up." A fish like swam in as the cold water hit it, and just like it didn't die, but it like went like catatonic. And I was like, "Oh god, this is not good." <laughs> <laughs> the whole temperature dropped in like the tank from like seventy six to like sixty, and I was like, "Yeah, I need to not do this." So now I just get uh, I just fill up. Uh, warm water and dump it into the bucket just for the changes. I need to figure out a, another way. I think I'm just going to... I might just let it uh, fill the bucket. I haven't done this yet, but I think I'm going to fill the tote, let it just get up to room temperature, and then then use it, and then mm-hmm. just deal with it being cool. Right. Not, but not as cold as it, like, straight from the tap. Mm-hmm. When I've heard, you know, it, from from what I've read, if you if you like, say you fill a bucket of water up and then leave it out overnight, you don't have to dechlorinate it because all of the chlorines evaporated from the water at that point. So, i i I've used a lot right. of different I've used a lot of different dechlorinators, and I always de- I always just dechlorinate the tank. Um, I've had a lot of success with that, so I don't. I don't need to change. I don't think that I should change any more than than I already do. As much as I tinker around with stuff, but I recently right. I recently switched to Prime, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm so happy with that stuff that I don't I don't even feel mildly bad about dechlorinating the tank anymore because it's not harsh on the fish, you know. Right. Because I was an I was an API guy when I first got into it, just because that's what 
the closest pet store I had, like just the the regular like Pet Supplies Plus or PetSmart had. Just mm-hmm. they didn't really they carry Prime, but it was just it wasn't a I think I knew about. So I would just get like got the API like ammonia lock, and I got the water conditioner and all this, and the quick start. And then now I'm just like I have Prime and I have stability, and I'm like this 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 is what I need. But I did I have a the test kit, so I should test uh, the water. After, like, I have it sit overnight just to see if it does get all the chlorine out before I throw it in the tank. But mm-hmm. that would be nice just to be able to just get it and just put it in there and not worry about it. But, right. Yeah, I still... How often do you end up changing your water, typically, now that you have all your plants in there? So, I've... I was going to change uh, some today, but I decided not to just because I kind of want to... I'm kind of doing an experiment right now. I want to see how much nitrates or how many nitrates build up in a week versus two weeks. So... Mm. over the next so today would have been one week and i tested i tested last night and i had in between five and ten so that that for me okay. any, for me anyway i think that's a pretty comfortable range especially with as many plants as i have and i don't have super fragile fish in there so uh and i'm using prime on top of that so i i think that's pretty safe um but i'm gonna test tomorrow and Tuesday and see where it's at. But I don't normally do big water changes. I figured up if I take 10 gallons of water out of this tank, it's 16%. So that's reasonable. I I think if I do, as long as I've had this tank set up, that's what I've done. I've just taken 10 gallons out, 10 gallons back in, and I haven't had any issues. The parameters have all stayed where they need to be. Um, but I did find a uh, a product that I like a lot better than than Safe Start. It's okay. a it's a bacteria starter. It, I mean, it's it's pretty much identical, but it's a little bit cheaper, and I, I think it's actually less filler and more of what you need. It's called um, Safe Start Complete. Hmm. The only place that I found it is my local okay. fish store, but I'll send you a picture of it just in case you ever want to try it because. With yeah, pro- definitely. with prime and everything else that I dose, um, you know, anytime I do a, a, a water change or anytime I add fertilizer, you know, so I've got the Easy Green from the Aquarium Co-op. I dose that uh, twice a week. I do instead of doing all six squirts in one day, I do three at the beginning of the week and three at the end of the week. That's worked pretty well for me so far. Um, every time I dose that, I do one cap of the the bacteria starter just to help. So right. So there's not with with all the medications and everything that I dosed yesterday. So I did the second round of the dewormer yesterday, and day two of the um, the Marison, so the the antibiotic. I went ahead and did uh, a cap full of that safe start complete and i had a pretty one of the biggest bacteria blooms that i've ever seen since i've had fish tanks so i'm i'm pretty confident that this, that the stuff works okay yeah definitely i have to check that out once you uh leave for it but yeah i think i'm good on i think chemicals and stuff now because i think the whole because i basically i've um how I have it all sitting, I have my, my 30 gallon has a stand and then my 20 tall is on a old dresser that I had in my apartment. Mm-hmm. And then my 10 gallon is on a, uh, 
an old uh, bathroom vanity from the bathroom we ripped out with just like a plywood top I put on it. Mm-hmm. And that whole like under area is full of like various chemicals and things. It's like, I feel like I just have enough stuff to just start a small fish store, it seems like. Right. I know it's not that crazy, but it's just like, I have way too many things right now. Well, and I don't, I don't know how you are, but a lot of times if I see a product that I'm going to use and I know I'm going to use it and it's on sale, I'll just go ahead and buy it. Right. So, so the Prime that I'm using right now is one of their small containers, and I got a big bottle of Prime for what I paid for that small container. I didn't... I, I won't even go through that that small bottle of prime I have this year. I, at least I'm right. at least I don't plan on it, you know, because I don't I only use it when I water change. Um, but when when you can, at least for me, if I can buy it and it makes sense, I just go ahead and buy it. So the the underneath of of my fish tank fish tank is definitely full of more chemicals and stuff that I need for sure. But it's like you're not gonna need to like. Still in like six months, I'm like, I still, I'm good. I don't need to go get anything new. That's I'm, right. As opposed to like, if I just got as much I needed, like for like a monthly basis, I have to keep running out there. You're gonna end up spending more money in the long term. Because mm-hmm. like my little, I have a little. Just I don't have my primates there. I have this little tiny bottle of stress coat. It's like a little like, it's literally like the size of like a shot glass. Okay. But I put like seven drops when I change the water, and then that you sets it up good, and then I don't have to worry about it. And that way, I don't have to like measure out prime and do all that like i need i need a half of a milliliter just doot. all right there we go now mm-hmm. it's just like a few drops just done with it well and one of the reasons why i like prime so much is i don't have to worry about overdosing it so you know if i dump a little bit too much in the tank it's not it's not going to be detrimental as long as you're not doing it every day you know right that's why I am with the stability. I kind of just I don't measure that out as much because when I um when I was putting that AquaClear fifty on that I got for free, I had the thirty and the twenty. So I kind of just I took their media and I kind of like just put them all together, just mix it all out because I had one with nothing on it and I mm-hmm. didn't want to like crash my big tank. So I was just like put like half it in here, half it in there, and then I just threw some stability in just to kind of make sure they all suited each other. Let that run for a couple weeks, then I'll put everything proper back to where it goes right because i have like in my aqua 50 there's the a size 50 sponge then like my 30 sponge then like the 20 bio and then the 30 I'm just, and then i'm just like and then this is all over here and i'm just it works but i'm just didn't want to like break anything just to have a better or like a bigger filter on it right yeah i like i'm pretty sure like half people are listening to this are like what is even going on like if they have no interest in fish at all they're just like this is there's no explanations. They're just talking about what's going on. But <laughs> but people but people who are like us are gonna be like, yeah, I like this conversation. This is good. Right. I'm wondering some stuff. But yeah, I've I have like a bunch of those. Uh, like I'll find at work. I'm I have their that aquarium co-op app. I'm like listening to like old episodes from like when he did like his little real fish talk. And I'm just like learning just a couple things. Like I'm just like listening back through it. I'm like, well, that's a good point. Or I should do this differently. But it's yeah, good background too. I I've I listen to to his podcast a lot while I'm at work. I listen to it from Stitcher just because I like their app so much. Right. Um, but there's there's multiple episodes that I've listened to more than once. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm I'm in that same boat. Sometimes I'll like I'll search for like a specific topic of something. I'm like, I want to know like just if I'm looking for something specific, like to what I'm either doing, 
Because even if it's not fully about that topic, it usually gives me enough. And there's, like, a couple other, just like you said, like, don't just put my whole boat in his basket. Like, there's other ones that he's either introduced me to, mm-hmm. or I've just found through my search that I just, like, listen to their stuff. Like, the uh, KG Tropicals, I like his kind of stuff that he talks about. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I just it's nice just to kind of find out that, like, oh, I'm not alone in this. There's... People have been at this point, and then as I'm growing, I'm noticing that like group support thing has been really nice because you don't just want to be like asking, like call and ask like, your local fish store because sometimes they know, but sometimes they're like, I have no idea what's going on. Right? They'll send me pictures or have to explain it differently, but I can just show a picture and be like, what's what am I? What's going on here? What is? Well, and, and I have I have nothing but praise for um, that aquarium group support because of all the, the Facebook groups or all the social media groups that I've been a part of, regardless of, of, of what the topic is or the intention, this is one of the only ones that I think is, is working the way that it intended. And, right. and it's actually enjoyable to be a part of it. You know, I'll get, I'll get notifications throughout the day. Um, when, when things are posted or, or questions are asked in there and, and I always take the time to look at it and see and I don't I don't participate a whole lot because I don't I don't consider myself an expert or a veteran right um, you know I'm, I'm as new as the next guy or gal um, right. but I've I've really enjoyed being a part of that group and and not just for the the information uh, that, that you have to gain from there but I mean some of the fish setups and the in the tanks and I mean I I've, I've seen a lot of cool stuff that I wouldn't have got to see otherwise, you know. Right. I I definitely agree. Like I think I like that more than just even than just like listening to like the YouTube videos or in, or the podcast stuff. Just being in that group, I think cuz I'll see things that like people that aren't doing this either professionally or just are like that deep into it, like people at my level or around my level or they're just like in the same boat as me and I'm like I just went through that last week. I this is what I did and it worked and then just like helping each other out. But mm. yeah, I've seen like whenever someone posts like, Oh, this is what I'm doing with my tank for this, I'm like, oh, that's a really good idea. I never thought to like tie this over here to have it work better. Mm-hmm. Well that that group is where I got the idea to use the the pond or submersible pump idea from. Yeah. That was kind of that was my thing. I think I saw I'm, we might have saw the same thing and just went in different directions with it, but I was just like mainly because I, I had the well, because I had that, I was originally to do your idea. I had a, a pump, um, that I got like the uh, from that guy who I got the, uh, some fish tank stuff from, and I, I wasn't just gonna blow water on. I didn't really need that extra circulation. I, so I was like, oh, I can just tie put two hoses on it and just have it pump that way. But ended up figuring out when I got those um, those spray bar pieces that I could just put it all together. I'm like, oh yeah, this is actually so much better for my plants to actually get some. So they don't all bunch up. They kind of just stay. They get some water moves so every piece is getting some different light. Mm-hmm. But And then I was able just to use all these little extra things that I couldn't think I could use before. So, But just seeing them, like, asking the question, like, can I do something else here? I'm like, yeah, do it this way. I'm like, that is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't just wouldn't have. If I was just by myself, I would have just been doing a bunch of stuff differently. Yeah. Like I said, again, I, I can't stress enough how awesome being a part of that community has been because it's one of the few times on social media that I haven't seen people at their throats. And, and I've seen some people make at, at least in the short time that I've been a part of that group, make the rookiest of rookie mistakes and, you know, totally kill off their entire fish load. And everyone in that group that, that participates has been supportive. Like 
I've spent a lot of times on fish forums. Oh yeah. Whenever I have a question, and it's always, "What are your water parameters? Why are you such an idiot?" And it's like, man, I'm just we're all learning here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and and even if you're a self-proclaimed expert, you're still learning. You know, um, I follow a lot of stuff that that the Shrimp King does now because I'm. I kind of got bit by the shrimp bug, and I, I really want to add some shrimp to this tank, I think. But, you know, that guy, every time he goes out to collect shrimp, he finds new species of shrimp. And <laughs> and, and they're, they, they, they operate totally different than, than all the other shrimp that come out of that ecosystem. They might like some of the same water parameters, but it's, an, it's a totally different organism. So if you're a... a an invert or a fish expert and a new species is found, how are you automatically the expert? You know what I mean? Right. Everyone's so. learning something new mm-hmm. with this. Cause it's just, it's a, it, every little aspect is different. It's I feel like it's a lot of time. It's changing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've, I've looked at like, I look up stuff like, Oh, I just search Google and I'm like, Oh, just random forms. Just people just jump on each other. Like you're doing what, where, when, how is this in a 50 gallon? It needs to be in at least 600 gallons. Like who, has a 600 gallon tank who is right. that person well and it's but it's like, it's not like they and, and i always feel bad for for the poster you know in in those forums because it's not like it's not like you went out to the fish tour knowing that a common pleco is going to get possibly you know three to four feet long well i'm going to put it in this five gallon tank because i'm a i'm an evil person like we don't right. we don't just know that. Now, should we do a little bit of research ahead of time? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, you're new and like the only thing you've been exposed to is like, oh, it's just you can put a beta in a in a beer bottle and it's going to be fine. Like, right. Okay. For those people who just like they've seen that, like, oh, sorry, so I can put this other fish that are equally sized in a small tank. Like, I had a common plate going to two gallon tank. If I would have said that on any of those forums, I would have been crucified. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, but like now I know better. But like at the time I was like, yeah, it should be fine. I don't think it's gonna be that big a deal. Right. And then it went horribly wrong. But I got I learned a lot along the way. But I think I think that's one of the most important things about this hobby is, um, you know it it it. I think it helps a little bit with my at least for me it helps a little bit with my humanity aspect because I'm obviously an animal lover and and a lot of times when people talk or or think about fish, they don't think about them as an animal, they think about them more as an object. You know, it's it's something that I'm gonna eat or I'm gonna look at an, at um, you know, a big aquarium or it's the goldfish or the beta that's in the bowl, you know, on somebody's kitchen counter. And, um, you know, hopefully Aquarium Co-op hears this and gives us a little bit of sponsorship for this episode, but you know, I'm I'm a big believer and a big fan of the idea that you are creating a miniature ecosystem in your home and it's it's incredibly fascinating to watch these ecosystems flourish and it's frustrating when they struggle but right. but it's it's one of the most rewarding hobbies that I've ever had because there's been very few times in my life when I'm like I have an issue I should go get a snail. The snail will take care of this issue. But but something trivial and minute like that, it's it's incredibly rewarding. Mm-hmm. You know? So Yeah, I yeah, that's one thing like I didn't expect it to, to like like it as much as I did. Like 
like I got into it, I was like, oh yeah, it's just, it's my soon-to-be wife's beta. She, I'm just gonna, like, it wasn't due to hot. I was, went out, got some food, got some medicine, tried to take care of it, and then it just spiraled out from there. But, like, I didn't anticipate that, but, like, really having something you can just sit in front of and, like, it's a whole world that just exists in this glass box that you really can't, like, I I wouldn't see it any other way now. Like, because I used to just see fish in the pet store, I'd, like, walk through them, like, oh yeah, those are kind of cool, but seeing be able to create something that you can actually just sit in front of and just be like transfix into how they just this is their world now and they don't they don't feel out of place there mm-hmm. like they've made it kind of their they've made it their home and you can just it's like I've kept like growing up I kept like rodent stuff like you have a hamster cage and they just spend all their time running on a wheel because they can't explore anymore they're not be able to but like you put a fish in this little box and it's just it may be a lot smaller than they're used to but they seemed pretty content with it. Mm-hmm. Well, and especially, and like, especially, oh, especially when you get fish with personalities, like, um, you know, when you watch a school of tetras school or shoal together, they're doing that in response to something. They're just not doing it. Right. Um, you know, seeing like the cichlid that I have now, seeing it investigate and actually think about what it's investigating that's that's a really satisfying and, and and cool thing to watch because it it knows where it's at but it sees something that it might not have thought about this the last time that it saw it so now it's going to investigate it and it's right. just it's incredibly relaxing for me to sit and watch this fish tank right and yeah, it's really interesting when you see the personality because, like, if you just wanted something pretty to look at, you can just get a wallpaper on your or a screensaver and mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, that's fine." But like, that's why I want to get that like that little puffer tank because those guys are just they're tiny, but they're super curious and they eat snails. And I'm like, that'll just be so interesting to as something different. But yeah, be able to just like you sit in front of your tank and they recognize you as a you're the person that brings food. I may not know what you are, mm-hmm. but when you sit in front of me. Food shows up in the sky, and that makes me happy. Right. But so just seeing them all come out, like, because I have like I have my my tank I have a, on the timer just because I was trying to limit, because I was just I would turn it on when I would leave for the day, and then I'd, when I get home from work after I would turn it off. But that got so varied, I'd always forget that like sometimes like I'd have lights on for like ten hours. I'm like, oh, that's not great for the plants and the algae. And I, I fell asleep uh, last night. And uh, I fell asleep on the couch watching basketball. And I don't have a timer set up right now um, as much as I need to. My fish tank light was on for 19 hours. Oh. So that. So far, so good. Like you said, it didn't <laughs> it didn't help the, the algae and, and it stressed the fish out a little bit, I'm sure. But um, it's those moments that it's like, I really need to be better at this because... I'm I'm the you know I'm the creator of this this miniature right. world. Yeah, you're should... their you're their god essentially. You're their creator, and if you mess up or like, oh crap! I uh, I didn't realize the heater's been unplugged for a week. That's uh that's not ideal. Right. But yeah, it's 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 so neat to just be able to create this little world and then be able to just kind of play with it and be like, I think there should be plants right here. That's where they are now. Mm-hmm. And how unfazed they are, like. You can just move their whole world around. They're like, oh, it's over here now. Okay, cool. And they're just business as usual. Right. But, yeah. I I think once it's finally, like, once I finally get everything how I want it. Like, just today I was, like I said, I was messing with, uh, 
an air pump to run all of my tanks have they're just off to, of one pump with a a gang box instead of having separate air pumps for each one mm-hmm. it's it's loud but i'm trying to dampen it but it's still nice just to be able to do a little something and it's it's really soothing to be able to like kind of get out of your own head and like stress of like work and stuff and just like play around with like your fish mm-hmm. so i think it, when it's actually done i'm just gonna be sitting down there and be like now what am i gonna do what am i different just sit there because like, like sometimes i just don't notice what certain fish are doing just because i'll be going from one thing to another but now when i can just like sit and be like oh i didn't realize those two fish are just like always together mm-hmm. like my corridor is like i have three um, just because I didn't really realize at the time, I just got them at different points that like you should have a, at least a few of one type. Right. So I have like I have like a stirby corridor, an albino, and like a panda, but they're they all hang out. Like they don't. I don't know if they do the same behavior, but they're always next to each other. And I'm like, well, it's probably fine. I know they'd probably be happier with more of their own, but for now, they're they're doing good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like we've been talking for quite a while. What what time we got? Hour and thirty. Yeah, that might be a little long. It's typically long for the, the shows I do, and I usually do a little bit longer on yours. <laughs> I don't know what your what was your record like? Four hours on one of yours? Yeah, we did we did it well. When we did the Infinity War one, um, that was like total. It was like nine hours of podcasting, oh, but yeah. but just just me sitting down. It's it's about four hours. I don't. I don't like to do that as much anymore. I like to. Yeah, that, I like to get in and talk and get out. Right. Cause I, I feel like I don't think I could have that time to sit. And like, especially because you were when you guys were doing like the live streams. Like you were just, you were just at Dick's house for six hours one night after work. And you're like, I can't just be doing that every week. I will. I, I need to see my wife and kid. Like, right. Just... Yep. When you, you gotta you gotta add sleep in there too. Gotta have sleep sometime. Right. Yeah, that's basically when I. Uh, how it's been like the past couple weeks is like as soon as Liz goes to bed, there's when I, cause I can't, she goes to sleep early and that's when I can't go to sleep. So I'll just go to the basement, just mess around with the fish stuff. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't like to do it like while she's awake, just because we're usually doing something together. And I'm like, well, you're going to bed now. I have an hour and a half. I can go just do this, that, and the other, do the water change. But I think I still might do tonight. I'm, I need to, I was going to do it today, but it just got away from me. I don't want to really want to mess with it after work. Cause I ended up getting just a little bit wet just from doing it. It was getting like a sleeve wet trying to do something, moving something. And I'm just like, I'll just do it now and then go to bed. Mm-hmm. But I think that'll do it. We've had a great conversation. I feel like we could just talk for days or just have a whole podcast with us talking about it. But well, we we, for- we were talking about you and I maybe maybe checking out Aquashella when it comes to Chicago at the end of the summer. Yes. So maybe maybe we can sit down and have another conversation after that. Definitely. And I feel like we'd both be doing something different in the next summer's going to change a lot and i'm sure we'll be doing something different to report about our tanks so mm-hmm. yeah there'll be a good time to pick it back up and bring it back here or there or wherever but yeah so definitely thanks for being on the show it was been, it's been a great conversation thanks for having me i always like being on your show yeah this is the last time we had the big news this is just nothing crazy happened this week just another fun episode of poor 360 um there'll be credits after the show that'll do all the plugs but i think that'll do it uh like I said, uh, thanks again, Tyler. This has been Poor360 talking about the aquarium hobby.
Thanks, guys. You've been listening to Poor360. You can find us on the socials at Poor360 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us and all the other podcasts on our network at journeyintocomics.com or early access at patreon.com slash journeyintocomics. You can find us on all podcasting platforms like CastBox, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and many others. 